You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hey guys, welcome to our fourth solo episode of season six. Thank you so much for being here. I absolutely love getting to do these solo episodes and connecting with y'all in this way. So thank you for listening. It really means so, so much to me as always. Really excited to dive in on this topic. Um, Y'all know the drill. (laughs) My breathing sounds a little intense. I am totally okay just in the final phase of pregnancy here, but all is well and I'm feeling great. So today we are going to talk about four (laughs) strategies. four strategic steps for successful planning and time off. Plus, I'm going to give you two mindset shifts. You know I want to give you uh, that strategy, but can't end this without giving you some mindset as well. But basically, we're going to talk about how to really create a successful plan and time off from that. So whether it's maternity leave for you, like Michelle and I have been talking about, or like is obviously super relevant to me and my business right now, or something totally different, like a long vacation or other obligations that you have, this is really going to support you in how to think about it, how to move through that, and how to really get set up in advance to have that happen in the way that you want it to. I think that um, there are so many kind of different messages around this in the online space that can be really hard to wade through the bullshit of What actually does it take? What does it not take? What should be true? What should not be true? This is obviously just my opinion, but you guys know that I like to keep it really, really simple and treat our businesses like a well-oiled machine. And I think this is truly the way to do it. Personally, I am getting ready to go on maternity leave as I record this um, and have been planning for it for a while and feel really, really successfully set up for it. I, you know, I have some (laughs) anxiety about what maternity leave will look like in terms of being a new mom, but I can truly say that I am not at all worried about what it will look like in the business. And it's really because of these steps that I'm about to share with you. So if you resonated with that in terms of what Michelle and I were talking about with maternity leave planning, or you're like, I just want to take way more time off or have longer vacations or whatever that is in my business, I really think this will help you a ton. So Let's dive into that first step, which is very obvious, (laughs) but often overlooked. And that is plan in advance. And listen, I roll, I get it, but, but hear me out. It takes time to get your business ready for you to take longer, bigger breaks in it. And that's okay, right? We'll talk about that a little bit later too, but there is nothing wrong with that requiring some forethought and planning. And the more in advance you can do that, the better it's ultimately going to feel, right? It reminds me of a launch, right? Just like a launch is usually gonna feel a lot better and go a lot better if you're prepared in advance than if you're deciding like each day what you're doing. The same is true here. Yes, you have to plan more in advance, but you have way, way, way less intensity and, you know, 
drama and all of that in the lead up to it. And then when you're off, you can actually be off. (laughs) You know, I think that that's such a fear for most entrepreneurs is like taking the vacation, but not actually getting the time off. And truly one of the biggest ways to do this is to just plan way in advance. Personally, for me, in terms of my maternity leave planning, I had, I started planning you know, as soon as I announced it to my team, really. And then I finished everything that needed to happen for said plan a month before my due date even, because I did not want to roll into that time feeling stressed, feeling like we had a ton of last minute stuff to do, feeling like I could not absolutely check out when I needed to. So this is just a reminder that yes, planning in advance can kind of be a pain in the ass and it can take you know, more preparation and more forethought, but what it gives you is so, so worth it. It's just like Michelle and I are starting to plan her maternity leave, gosh, you know, maybe six months in advance, but ultimately the fact that not only is she going to be able to roll into it, not feeling so stressed, but she's also going to know what offers make sense when leading up to it is going to make that process so much more smooth. Again, we have plenty of other things to plan for and worry about whether we're taking maternity leave, going on a big trip or fulfilling, you know, other obligations in our life. We do not want this to be the problem. We want the plan to be happening early enough that it just feels pretty non-stressful. You know, for me, I have a one-on-one business and so In many ways, taking three months off for maternity leave could be an incredibly stressful thing, but it just hasn't been because of this, because we took time, right? Because each week I did, you know, a little something toward it as opposed to waiting until the last month of my pregnancy to try to do all of it. So yes, it's annoying. And maybe you don't always know perfectly in advance if it's a trip or something like that, but the sooner you know, the sooner you should start planning, right? Say you decide you're going to take a trip two months in advance. Your planning for that should start then, (laughs) right? Again, with maternity leave, I think, you know, we're starting with Michelle six months in advance. I think I probably did about the same, if not a little earlier. So don't look at this as some like rigid, intense thing. Look at it as a way to slowly and kind of easefully lean yourself into a process and know that, you know, I think sometimes we feel like the earlier we start planning, the more stressful it will be. And it's really quite the opposite. The earlier you start planning, the easier it is to get it all done. So that is like my big strategic step there that I want you to start with, which is like plan as soon as you know, plan well in advance. Now, I'm not saying if you're even thinking about having a baby that you should like have a whole maternity leave plan mapped out or that if you're even thinking about taking a trip or something, but when you know these things are happening, let that be your cue to start planning instead of waiting until a month before whatever thing is happening to try to throw it all together. Okay. Next step, know that it can and will look different. I feel like this is one of the biggest sticking points I see for entrepreneurs in planning and taking time off is that they're trying to make it look exactly how it looks when they're there. And it's not going to, (laughs) right? Like my clients are not getting one-on-one while I'm off and that's okay, 
right? I think it is so important to know that there are times in our business where things can look different. And if you've been really consistent otherwise and have like really, um, you know, shown up for your business in a big way, I think that one, you've both kind of built the opportunity for that. But two, I know that that's when it can feel the scariest sometimes um, because it feels like, well, things are always this way and this is what keeps it operating. And that's just not true, right? What's true is that because you're consistent a lot of the time, it's okay when you can't be or it's okay when things have to look different. And being willing to open your brain up to how can things look different is so huge for this to go well because it's what allows you to get creative. It's what allows you to figure out what is the best opportunity here. And it's what allows you to actually plan in a really helpful way as opposed to if you're trying to plan for like, okay, well, my clients still need as much one-on-one support and it still has to look like this, you're just going to feel really bogged down and stressed out because it's probably not going to look that way. So you can roll into your time off being super stressed that it's not going to look how it always looks, or you can roll into it feeling like you gave yourself that runway to think about how it could look different and feel really solid in that. So for example, for mine, just a few small things that we did. I think I shared this as a quick clip in, but Megan's doing group calls for my clients. We're offering uh, group pods and accountability. I gave them a three-month plan document before I left and had, you know, sessions on that with them. Like there are so many little things that we did that is going to make them feel really well set up and like in a really good place. But ultimately, it's certainly not going to look how it looks when Lacey's there, <laughs> you know? Um, and again, being okay with that is huge. What is also going to look different is my income. That is obviously changing with the fact that I'm taking a lot of time off and not delivering the same service. And so being able to know that that's okay too is really huge. I'm not saying you always have to take an income dip. Obviously, I'm taking a considerable amount of time here. And so that's what I chose very intentionally, honestly, and that's what felt good to me. But I've had a ton of clients go on maternity leave that didn't miss a beat income-wise, but it's just knowing that you can is kind of the point there. You know, knowing that you can either like do what you need to do to make sure the income stays consistent or give yourself permission for it not to. But ultimately, it's being able to open yourself up to what it could look like as opposed to really rigidly feeling like it has to look the same. Another example of this might be in terms of like, I typically go live in my Facebook group every week. Well, that's not going to look like that while I'm gone. Um, Some of my clients are going to go live in my Facebook group while I'm gone. That's still okay. So everything from income to how you serve your clients to how you market might have to change if you're taking a considerable amount of time off and being willing to open up to what those changes might look like and get really clear on that is going to be so useful to you. If you keep trying to tell yourself it has to look the same, you don't get a vacation, you don't get maternity leave, and that's when you start resenting the shit out of your business, right? So get really strategic about how can I still accomplish some of the things that I want to, i.e. I still want my clients to feel supported or you know, I still want 
someone to show up and give value to my group, but know that it can look different than me having to be the one to do that. Okay. So ask yourself that question. The next step, use what you have. And so what I mean by that is content and team, (laughs) but in general, this could mean anything, but like specifically, that's what we're going to talk about here. Content is meant to be repurposed in my opinion, right? Your team is there to support you. When we're planning for lots of time off, we have to use the assets that we've built up in our business to allow that, right? It's just like if you have an emergency savings fund and then you have an emergency happen and you try to convince yourself not to use the emergency savings fund. Like, oh, we had an emergency, but we don't want to deplete our emergency savings fund. It makes no sense, right? Like the whole point (laughs) is for emergencies. And that's, I think, what we do with like content and teams sometimes. It's like, oh yeah, I have all this content, but like, no, 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 I should always be putting out new content. Or like, yeah, I have this team, but like their role only looks like this. We get so rigid instead of figuring out how do I capitalize on the assets that I have in my business. So for example, Megan is doing client calls, um, client group calls, like I mentioned before. Megan does not typically do that ever (laughs) in my business, but she is someone who is an incredible asset in our business, an incredible support system. And so in thinking about like, well, who can best support my clients in this time, it makes sense to utilize her in that way. Just because that's not her role that she always has, it doesn't mean I have to go out and find someone else to fill that role. It means I get to use what I have in my business and potentially use it in a different way, right? And then with content, oh my gosh, we're repurposing content basically the entire time I'm on maternity leave. I do not need to be writing a new post every day for the sake of it. May I, uh, might I choose to jump on or record something or share on stories or whatever during that time, of course, but it will be a choice. Mm -hmm. It won't be a necessity because we have the assets to cover us during that time. Your content is one of the most valuable assets in your business. And it is meant for moments like this. It is meant for you to be able to take that trip and take that time off. It is meant for you to take that downtime. There is no point in getting on that content hamster wheel every single day feeling like it has to be something new, right? Your audience benefits so greatly from repurposed content. I mean, I can think of so many reasons that's true, but the first one is that I love sharing stuff that I wrote a while ago because I wrote it when I was in a place where that felt super relevant to me. Maybe that feels less relevant now to me. Like, let let me just make something up. But like, let's say content I wrote earlier on in business about niching would feel kind of like not exciting to me maybe to write about at this moment. But when I wrote about it, I had a lot to say and was in a headspace that like really, really made it valuable um, to the people who need that. And so being able to repurpose that and have that content from when I was in that space is wildly helpful to my audience, right? That sometimes I notice resonates even better than something I've maybe written just now. So like they both work. Um, And then another reason is because sometimes we need to hear things more than once. Like 
most of us do not read something once and then go fully implement, (laughs) execute, embody (laughs) all of the things that, you know, tip or tool or whatever right away. It just doesn't work like that. But when we hear things multiple times, there's a way in which it sinks in that it doesn't from just hearing it once and it really can serve us. So please see it as your greatest opportunity to use what you have already built. If you feel like you have to build 500 new things just to be able to take time off, you are going to resent your business quickly, right? Of course, I did some additional content and recording and prep for maternity leave, but ultimately we have, gosh, like six and a half years of content under our belt at this point. I just didn't have to do a ton of it. And that's really, really helpful to know that my audience is still going to get served and have massive value and to not feel like I had to spend every waking moment leading up to maternity leave cramming in new content, right? And you heard Michelle and I talking about that too. Like there may be things she wants to do, but there's also a ton that she can reuse, right? And when we can see that, it really starts to make feeling like we can take time off really, really possible, but it also makes it even more exciting to create content because we know that it will serve us in the future, right? So I get so excited each time I like do a live stream or record this podcast or write content because I know that's not the only time it's getting used right? I know that's going to serve me for years to come. I know that the content I created years ago before I even planned on having a baby, (laughs) you know, is getting to work for me while I take time off to do that. And so when you can have that forethought, it's amazing how motivating that is. But what you need here is to really make sure you have a way that you're, you know, categorizing and storing this. So one of the strategic steps here is not just use what you have, but you know, an, a, a second portion of this is make sure you're saving it in advance to be getting ready for this. So if you're like, oh man, I have, you know, a big trip I want to take coming up, or I do want to take maternity leave at some point soon, make sure that you're saving and categorizing your content and your resources in a way that makes it easy for you to do that when the time comes. So I don't just mean throw it on Instagram and then like eventually you'll look it up there. I mean, you know, whatever it is, we do it in uh, Google Docs and an Excel sheet. A lot of my clients do Airtable. It doesn't really matter. It's just, do you have a way that you are saving these assets in your business so that they can work for you when you need them to? Because the point of them, again, is to work for you. (laughs) It is not to be written once and disappear. It is to live on as an asset in your business. All right, the the fourth step here is include your team early and often. You heard Michelle and I talk about this, but I think this is so wildly important. I feel like one of the mistakes I see a lot of entrepreneurs make is they kind of plan in a vacuum or make a lot of assumptions. You know, they make a plan just for themselves or they make a lot of assumptions that their team member is willing to put in more hours or take on this different task or whatever the case may be, without actually asking if that's true, right? And I think that that is so important um, in terms of being able to not only make sure that you feel really solid and secure there, but make sure they feel really solid and secure there, right? 
I think that it is absolutely just such a way to respect and honor your team, but also a way to really respect and honor yourself that you're going to make sure that that support you desire is there for you. So don't wait to have that conversation and don't make assumptions there. It is such a gift to both you and your team to include them. It's also really important because it is highly likely they think about things in a way that you don't or know something about the task that you don't, right? So, you know, in in planning for certain things with my team, I'm like saying, oh, I'll put this here for you guys. And they're like, that actually doesn't work for our process. It would be great if you put it all here. Something that small that could save them a ton of time and energy that I wouldn't have thought through and that I could have, you know, spent all this time, you know, putting it in the wrong place and then us having to redo that later to make the process easier for them while I'm out is not worth it, right? So as soon, like just as, like I was talking about earlier, as soon as you know you need a plan, start planning. As soon as you start planning, include your team. Um, I told my team before I even announced on social media that I was pregnant. Um, it was really, really important for me to tell them first. And it was also really important for me to tell them what they could expect in terms of our plan, how it was going to impact them because of this reason. Your team is, you know, very, very important in the day-to-day operating of your business, but it, it is everything when you are away from your business, even if you only have one VA, right? Who is who is making sure things happen when you're not there? It's probably them. So nothing is more important than including them in this plan. Whether you're going to be gone for two weeks, two months, whatever, they need to be part of this. So if you find yourself kind of sitting down to plan, making your own plan, maybe even just planning with your coach and not taking it to your team, that is going to be a big challenge down the road please include them. Again, like Michelle and I, we sat down and made a plan together and then talked about how she needed to go include her VA right away. That's amazing. It's not to say don't plan with your coach or don't get support. It's simply to say, remember that that is the most important secondary piece from that. Like that is what's needed to really facilitate an incredible time off because you know someone has your back. You do not want to be talking to them about it a week or two weeks beforehand. Again, unless something's last minute and you have to take time off, like obviously shit happens, right? But ideally, if you know about this, you do not want to be talking about it to them a week or two beforehand only to find out that they don't have the capacity to support you or that they don't have the tools or systems they need to do that. Like That just puts you in that high stress situation again, where you feel like you can't take time off, where you start resenting your business and telling yourself a story that you don't have the support. The support is there, but you have to give them a chance to get on board with supporting you as best as they can. So tell them early, tell them often, plan with them. Don't make assumptions. That is going to be so crucial. So again, those four steps were plan in advance. Know that it can and will look different and have a plan for that, obviously. Use what you have, content, team, whatever that is. Make use of the assets you already have in your business and include your team in this early and often. If you do those four things, you can take time off whenever you need to, 
right? And again, we're talking about planned time off. I'm not talking about if you get sick or something. Obviously, all of these things become useful if you get sick, knowing that it can look different, using what you have, telling your team, like all of that still can apply. But what we're really talking about is long stretches of advanced planning or long stretches of time off that you know about and can plan for in advance, right? When you have these things, it feels really simple to take that. When you don't have these things, it just feels so messy, which is also why I wanted to talk about those mindset shifts as well. I think that one of the biggest things I see business owners struggle with is that we make it wrong if it takes steps like this, if it takes planning and forethought to take time away from our business. I've heard so many business owners say like, this must mean I have the wrong business model because I can't just leave for two months, you know, on a moment's notice. This must mean I have the wrong business model because I had to plan well in advance for this two-week trip I'm taking. I personally totally disagree that that means that anything is wrong in your business. I think it's just called running a business and being a CEO. Just like a CEO of a major corporation would have a plan if they were taking a considerable amount of time off. There is nothing wrong with that. It means that you are um, a crucial element in your business as you should be, (laughs) right? As you should be as the CEO. That does not mean you're fucking it up. That means you're probably running a great business. So please do not feel like it means something has gone wrong if it takes planning and forethought. What the mindset shift is there is to see that you are empowered and in self-trust enough to do the planning and forethought required, right? So for me in this process, what I have really felt is just super empowered that I have like the team and the time and the resources to plan in advance for maternity leave through these things and get them set up. That makes me feel really empowered, like a really successful CEO, and it builds a lot of self-trust. It does not make me feel like, oh my God, I shouldn't have a one-on-one business model because, you know, I can't just take time off without a plan. No, I'm super happy and resourced enough to and empowered enough to make the plan. So that's the mindset shift I want you to take there. It's not about how do I have a business that I can take two months off from without a plan. It's how do I feel really empowered that anytime I want to take time off, I can easily make the plan that supports me to do that. I can easily capitalize on the resources I have to be able to do that. I can easily trust myself to show up for it. That's the key, right? The fact that I can take, gosh, you know, like three months off, I mean, give or take like depends on when this baby comes, probably a little bit more, um, for maternity leave is incredible. But it's not because I run a business that doesn't ever need me or that I'm not a crucial part of. It's because I run a business that I'm able to create a plan and that I'm able to lean on my team and that I'm able to leverage assets that we have in. That's why. So please do not make your business or your model wrong. If it takes some planning and some forethought, if it takes being strategic, that is called being a smart CEO. That is not something you're screwing up, I promise. Um, Okay, and then the last mindset shift is that I feel like a lot of times, especially 
um, those of us who, you know, feel like caretakers and like really, really, really got into this because we deeply want to support our clients to be there for our clients. We can often feel so guilty taking time off because we feel like people need us. Spoiler alert, they don't. (laughs) And listen, I don't mean this in a way to say like our services are not valuable, but the truth that I have to hold on to both when I'm taking time off and when I'm not is that my clients do not need me. They are empowered adults and they are smart and they're brave and they're capable and they do not need me, right? They might choose to have my support. They might desire that support. It might help them in a multitude of ways, but they will be okay. (laughs) And it is so important to hold our clients in that truth. The moment I think someone won't be okay without me is the moment I have overstepped as a coach, right? Is the moment that our relationship dynamic is going to shift in a way that is not about their empowerment. So yes, it makes sense that we feel that guilt because we care so deeply and we got into this to serve people. But it is so, so important we keep that in check because if not, we really become the martyr in our own lives and businesses, right? We become the one who can't take time off because our clients might need something, who can't do what they need to do for themselves because our clients might need something. I mean, I I think of all my clients and I, I think if they heard me say, well, I can't take very much time off for maternity leave because they really need me. They would be like devastated. They would be like, oh my God, no, take the time you need with your baby, like, please, right? None of them would want me to make that sacrifice at all, right? And none of them want to be that dependent either. They want this beautiful symbiotic relationship where we both, you know, feel really amazing in it. And ultimately they desire that support, but they don't need it. Does that make sense? So I want you to think about that with your own clients too, is would they even want that from you? Do they, would they really say like, I want you to not take a vacation because I need you. Well, then maybe it's time to look at different clients, right? (laughs) Um, it's also might just be time to set a boundary there, but letting go of that guilt and making that mindset shift to, I am so able to take care of myself because I know that that's what serves my clients and my business best is the most important thing. If you get yourself in that trap of, I can't because they need me, you basically just set yourself up for burnout and resentment again, right? Because at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to put off meeting your own needs forever, right? You're going to get to a point of like, I am so resentful. Like I never want to look back and be like, I am so resentful that I didn't take time off with my baby because I thought my clients needed me. I absolutely refuse to adopt that mindset and refuse to let that happen. And so seeing that we are empowered to make that shift and that it does not have to be this universal truth is so, so valuable there. So it is not wrong if you have to plan. This is called running a successful, thriving business and being a CEO and no one needs you and you do not need to feel guilty. Now, again, they're going to benefit from all your planning I started giving my clients information about what to expect. I think, gosh, maybe six months early, right? They're going to benefit from knowing what to expect and knowing what's coming. And like, it's great to keep them posted. I would never just like dip out at the last minute (laughs) and like leave my clients hanging, but that is totally different 
from feeling like I can't take the time, right? So I hope this really serves you. I hope it reminds you that no matter what business model you have, no matter how much time you're taking off, these things do not stop you from being able to run a successful business. They just require some strategic steps. They might require some mindset shifts and they definitely require forethought and planning, but there is nothing wrong with any of that. That is what is going to support you to not only be able to run a successful business and pick a business model that feels really good to you, but to also be able to take time and recharge and be with your family when you need to be. And like, isn't that why most of us started this to begin with? So we could have all of those things. So I hope this serves you. I hope if you are planning on taking time off soon that you put this into practice. I hope that if you are taking maternity leave at any point in the future, that this serves you as well. And again, thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for listening and so excited for you to hear the rest of season six. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset, strategy, and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.